1: Of Jesus. He has given us new birth into a living hope through his resurrection from the dead. He has given us new birth into inheritance that can never perish, spoil our faith. In this we greatly rejoice. Even though we suffer grief and trials, we have genuine faith. We, we are filled, filled with joy. We love Him. We believe in, in him. him. We believe in Even Him. Even though we have not seen His face, For and glorious, we are receiving the of our faith. I angels long to look into these things. Angels long to look into these things Angels Angels long to look into these things The glory of Jesus The prophets intently searched Searched with the greatest care To find the time when Christ would come it was not revealed to those who were searching. But now we know the glory of the Son concerning this salvation. The grace that has come to us, praise God, the mystery's been revealed. We are filled with joy, we love Him, we believe in Him. And the angels long to look to these <laughs> joyous, merciful and glorious angels long to look into these, these things. Angels long to look into these things. Angels long to look into these things. Angels long to look into these things. The glory of see, Jesus And they wanted to see And they wanted to know To see the wonderful working of the Holy Ghost Oh, the prophets searched and you To know this glorious God. Find the holy message mm-hmm. that is true Oh, the angels up in heaven Are longing now to see The gospel, the gospel that has been to Angel long to look into these things. What a
2: wonderful thought to know. Angel long to Dear listener. Welcome to today's Reflections. Today's thought Nuggets is titled The Time to Trust. The Time to Trust. When should we trust God? It's not when hope's flag is high in the sky, but when many bow their heads and groan, why? The darkest hour is the time for unwavering trust. That is why the Apostle Paul trusted at such a time In shipwreck, he said, when neither sun nor stars appeared for many days and the storm continued raging, we finally gave up all hope for being saved. This can be found in Acts 27, verse 20. But then he went on to say, keep up your courage, men, for I have faith in God. Verse 25, the time to trust God is not when life is calm and sings its psalm is when the storms rage and our song is but a lisping cry. The prophet Habakkuk says, Though the fig tree does not bud and there are no grapes on the vines, though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food, though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful In God, my Savior. For more Nuggets by Dr. Pipim, please visit eaglesonline.org and click on weekly Thought Nuggets. My name is Margaret Abebreze, the presenter. Thank you once again for listening. able he is able
3: through prayer the impossibilities of man become the possibilities of god turn with me to matthew chapter 10 verse 27 matthew chapter 10 verse 27 i read what i tell you in the dark speak in the daylight what is whispered in your ear proclaim from the roofs remember god is indeed able Anything that is impossible for you is possible for him. And as he has told you, make sure you tell others. God richly bless you. I am Bill Donabill.
4: Every time you no matter what you, huh?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.
4: All you ever said before, no matter what it was, it was true. Yeah, we you welcome back to You Decide. Beloved, we've been discussing angels and demons. My panelists are Pastor A.Y.A. Brent Coker and our young fresh pastor from school, Pastor Michael Aquaba. You're welcome to the show. Thank you. Yes. Beneza from Tema. he was saying that in the first instance, things were created before God came to create heaven and earth again. So he is siding with those who had the gap theory that there were issues created. And angels too are powerful, but in the spiritual world, we work with rules and regulations. So it's not that they can't protect us anywhere we go, but they have rules. What type of protection then do we get from the angels?
5: You see, the angels, like we read Psalm 34, some ninety-one, they encamp around us. All right. The first thing I want to let him know that I believe in the spirit of prophecy overwhelmingly. Yes. Uh, not I, just I, believing, overwhelmingly.
4: Overwhelmingly, yes. <laughs> I
5: believe in the spirit of prophecy. I read the spirit of prophecy and I follow the spirit of prophecy. But as much as possible, that is to guide us and to help us understand the Bible better. The spirit of prophecy can never supersede the Bible. And that is where I'm emphasizing. As much as it's giving us explication, explanation, making us get a clearer light, making us get insight, because there are certain things that are more open in the spirit of prophecy to make us understand certain things in a better light in a brighter light but that doesn't mean that the spirit of prophecy supersedes the bible so whatever we'll do we will uphold the bible now in this thing that we are discussing we are discussing specifically the role the function and we have not come to prophetic things where we are taking the 70 other than that last week when he mentioned i told him he talked about three angels and the three angels message also stand for. So if he's asking me question on specific angels of churches, we are not discussing the angels of churches as it in Revelation. We are discussing angels and their function and what they do for us and what they are for us. So to come to the Laodicean church and bringing it to the seven churches because each message was sent to an angel. And if we talk about angels, so let us not go into the nitty-gritty to talk about prophetic. We are talking about angels per se as the scriptures put it. If we come to take prophecies, then we will come to interpret. Here what we are doing is to make the distinction as to what good angels are. For example, angels will follow Christ. They will be with him in his retinue when he's coming home, in his glorious return. And as we have been saying, the other thing or this flip side is the demons. But all that we have to say is as powerful, as authoritative as the demons can be, they are succumbed to Jesus. Jesus has power over them. We can read about what they can do And what demons are doing to us, the spirits in which they are working, all we want to say is we shouldn't engross ourselves with demonic powers instead of really praising God and raising God and putting ourselves under the arm and protection of Jesus and his angels Rather than many a times We are actually talking about Demons, exalting demons And making, this is what Some ministers, some churches They always fight it When we read Mark 5 And we see the man, the demoniac Who was possessed Demons want to possess, they want to control They want to really push us around Dominate, they want to enslave They want to captivate us And you that know, is know, what Jesus came He said he came to bring us out of bondage To, to set take us, to, to free. us free you know, you from know, Pastor, Slavery from I, I demons
4: I, I understand um, Meanwhile Our time is fast spent And obviously we cannot finish with this and treat demons Before we go our time is fast spent. I want my listener to be rest assured that we are not done with angels and demons. God willing, next week, the emphasis will be on demons, territorial demons, their functions, how they worry us, the means that they use. But I'll allow Michael 30 seconds to also say okay. something quickly. 30 seconds. I would like our dear listener to give us the particular angel he has in mind as the recipient of that is Laodicean church is sure, Revelation in Revelation chapter three, 3, 14 to yes. 21. Okay, the okay. message to the church in Laodicea. Okay, people do interpret and associate that church in our time, mm-hmm. which is in itself absolutely heresy. C- can you give us biblical proof and evidence that this is heresy and this is looking at the text in Revelation chapter 3, verse number 14 mm. to 21? Looking at Laodicea as a community. Mm. We have to understand the background at which the community was found. Okay, we'll pause here and God willing, next week, if we are alive and our guardian angels guide us and we are not killed by the demons and we come back here, you give us that, because we will start with that one, you give us that quotation and you give us the explanation that you are given and do all we have to do about the demons. Uh, You have not been left out if you just join us. There's an interesting discussion we had on angels and demons, even though today's emphasis was more on angels. Next we God willing, we're going to continue. And I was joined here today by Pastor A.Y. Bryant-Coker, over 25 years in pastoral ministry and serving the Lord. And my first graduate from school, Michael Akwabua, who is scholastic and technical when it comes to his delivery. I have been your host. Thomas Isaac and until next week if you hear my voice again remember in matters of faith you decide. It was, it was nothing but the truth, only truth comes from you. It was untruth. It was
1: nothing but the truth, and it's all that you can do. Only only truth. Truth. Love.
0: For any inquiries or contribution, you can contact us on plus 233 Two four four six seven three five two eight or zero two four four two three five zero one seven or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, P.O. Box AF five nine five, Adenta, Greater Accra Region, Ghana.
1: A-W-R, Ghana. But, oh, I can rejoice hey. in the Lord of my life <laughs> Oh yeah, whoa, oh, oh. People need shelter when Satan starts his show But I've got a God who can handle anything in the world Oh, yes, you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sing it, sing it, sing it, sing it, it, it. it, it. again. rejoice in my heart? In my heart. I can be, I, can be. I can be. Oh, simple lessons I learned as a boy. Messages of mercy are still in my heart. Is what sets me apart from the world It's searching for peace and honest love I'm glad the Holy Spirit's here To help me through this I can be yours I yeah, yeah, yours Yeah, yeah, yeah From those simple things Become facing them all up
3: Friend, you are welcome again to Moment of Truth. I am your friend, Pastor Ebenezer Quay, And in our previous discussions, we've been looking at the topic at your word. And this is something that transpired between Peter and the Lord Jesus Christ. And so we have read from Luke chapter 5, the first verse to the 10th verse. And in our previous studies, we've said that you always have something. That the Lord can use. If God can make use of the boots of Peter. Then you can give him your heart. You can give him your life. And he will make something beautiful out of it. As we continue, let us pray. Thank you our Father in heaven for your love and grace. As we continue with this study. Speak to the heart of my friend. And let us all join in worshipping you. That our lives shall be transformed. For your own glory in Jesus' name. Amen. The next important lesson that we can learn from this scripture, that's Luke chapter 5, verses 1 through to 10, is in the fourth verse reads, When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. The lesson we can learn from this verse is that nothing you give to the Lord will be wasted. Nothing you give to the Lord will be wasted. I have asked you, in a previous study, to give your life, to give your heart to the Lord. Whatever you give to the Lord will not be wasted. The God who created us knows how to care and multiply that which we leave in His hands. And therefore, if you give your life, which He has created, it will never be in waste. He will make something beautiful out of it. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes 11 verse 1 that cast your bread upon waters for you will find it after many days. He knows how to make something out of nothing. He called the earth into existence out of nothing. You can trust with all that you have to him and he will do you good. If he has done it for Peter, I know that will do it for you also. Now, let's move on to the fifth verse of Luke chapter 5, which will give us the fifth lesson that we can learn from this text. The Bible says in Luke chapter 5 verse 5, But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. The lesson that we can learn from this is that be careful how you complain. If you look at the previous text, the Lord asked Peter after using his boat to launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. But Peter said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. You cannot talk about your present using your past experience. If you can learn how to bury your past and begin anew each day, then I am sure that success and victory will be your experience. My friend, do not dwell much on the past. Each day and each moment is a new opportunity. If you look much into the past, you may miss the opportunities of the present. Simon, his answer to the Lord, is just the voice of many of us, probably including you listening to this message now. All that we think about is complaining about what we couldn't achieve in the past. But if we can focus our lives on the present, I am sure that the best is about to happen. The past may not be the best, but Jesus is here to make the difference. If you can give your life to him, if you can give your heart to him, I know that he will do something beautiful in your life. Do not depend solely on your expertise. Because in the answer of Peter, he has tried everything the previous night and nothing could come out of his expertise. So, why should he ever put his trust in somebody who has no idea about fishing? He said, We have toiled all night and caught nothing. But, friends, let me repeat it again do not depend solely on your expertise. You need God's grace, His mercies. And his favor. A day of God's favor is better than a thousand days of labor. You may have labored several times, but today, if you can leave everything you have into the hands of God, he will work a miracle in your life. The sixth lesson, which is the second and what we are looking at today, is found also in verse 5 of Luke chapter 5, verse 5b, which says, Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. Although Peter has complained about not getting anything the previous night, he saw the man standing before him as someone who can help him. And so he said, Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And this is where we got our caption for this series, At Your Word. How can a carpenter's son order a true fisherman on how to fish. But remember that Jesus is not only the son of a carpenter, as he was described in Nazareth. He is the Lord, the Lord of the life of all mankind. He knows the deep things of our hearts and he alone can supply them. Some of us have too many excuses when God's word comes to us. But today, it will be very nice If you can with Peter say, Lord, today I am giving my life to you, I'm surrendering all to you because you have done it for Peter and you can do it for me also. I must say that he did it in my life and if you can trust him, he will work out something beautiful in your life. I know that God is faithful and he will turn things around. As you continue to listen to this series, I hope you are making decisions already to give it all into the hands of the Lord. And I'm sure you will never regret your decision. God be with you. May he bless you. May he keep you safe till we meet again. Amen.
0: Thank you very much for staying with us. Once again, you can reach us on plus or 244 or email us at radio at or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana PO Box AF 595 Adenta Greater Accra Region Ghana. We will expect your feedback.
1: Ghana, voice of, hope. Voice of hope.
0: I believe today's magazine has been a blessing. May the good Lord's hand be in your life. Amen. Remember to tune in same time tomorrow. Bye for now.